Josh, should we open the mailbag? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, it's a it's a real bag. I print off all the Apple reviews and emails, and then I put them in a bag. Why would you do that? Because so I can open the Monday mailbag for this segment we're trying. But no, like, like I understand what you're saying, but no one could even mm-hmm. see it. No one can see it. Well, but they they can they can hear it though. That's two napkins and a book. Don't fuck it. Why you gotta? Why you gotta blow up my spot like that? Because <laughs> I can see you. I but they can't. You just all right. Fuck it. Whatever. Here's some nice things people said about us. <laughs> Here's a couple reviews from Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a review there, and we like to read them. Uh, this one is from Natty Daddy seventy six. Uh, the title is "This Podcast Never Doesn't Make Me Laugh." Uh, this is my first ever review of a podcast, although I am a frequent podcast listener. I enjoy this one specifically because Josh and Logan's friendship really seeps through the speakers via Logan's genuine laughter at the laid-back manner in which Josh relays his misadventures. Um, I wish uh, Josh supported Logan more in his visual bits that he wants to do about the mailbag. Huh, that's weird. It's weird they put that in there. How would they even see that coming? Yeah, it's it's weird that they lie like that. Uh, Josh has a way of making the smallest story into a largely hilarious part of your day. Some of the stories he tells are so wild they are almost hard to believe, but through his sincerity, I know that he really does experience these kooky and outrageous situations. And now, listeners, you understand why sometimes I'm truly fucking baffled at some of the stories. (laughs) Because I want to make sure they actually happened and Josh didn't stumble into some weird alternate universe. Um... (laughs) But the way he describes people and the way they interact with him truly astounds me. <laughs> there, is, there is not another podcast quite like this one. Thank you for that review, Natty Daddy. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to say their usernames very sincerely. Yeah, that that review sounds like a family member left it. Yeah, I mean, like that's how like I don't really understand how <laughs> you function or how you function in the world. Uh how you interact with people doesn't really make any sense, but you know, you're doing your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't really get what he does, but uh, he seems to be doing well with his little skits. Um, (laughs) And then here's another review from Anon one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, five, six. Um, Strange name must be Norwegian. Uh, I'm not proud of that joke. (laughs) Title is Crazy Funny. Uh, This podcast makes me randomly burst out grinning or laughing, probably to the point to where it's creepy to the people around me. Wait. No, what? One second. One second. Don't know what's going on here. Okay, it was nothing. Okay, I thought real somebody quick, was in the apartment. Just to, oh, you thought someone was in the apartment? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because what I loved is is the call froze for a second just on your smiling face with your eyes closed, and then you said, "Hold on, I'll be right back," and you left, and then uh, you just came back with nunchucks and <laughs> said it was nothing. 
it's just it's a lot for me to take in. Yeah, from from a Zoom view anyway. of things, I can understand how this is insane. Uh, but yeah, I thought someone was <laughs> in the apartment, and the closest thing was the nunchucks. So, All right. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't have to use anyway. them. You know what I mean? I'm just glad I didn't have to hurt somebody and myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fuck up two people's day. <laughs> All right. Back to the review from Annan, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, five, six. Uh, again, the title is crazy funny. This podcast makes me randomly burst out grinning or laughing, probably to the point to where it's creepy to the people around me. I'm a teen and I'm stressing over schoolwork, and this podcast helps me get. Uh, my mind on something else. Thanks for making these episodes. No, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's good to. It, I'm glad we're helping out. Uh, that makes me happy. Yeah. I I feel like one of the main things that happens when you're in school and when you're like a teenager is that your. I mean, I I think a lot of people can relate to this. Is like your world is as big as the things that you have to do and the people that you know, right? And like when you're in school. Mm-hmm. Your, your schoolwork takes up a huge amount of that. Like, it's essentially your job, you know? It's like your nine to five to a certain degree. And and so there are things that yeah. happen in those moments that feel huge, like, oh, my God, midterms. Oh, my gosh, finals, all this stuff. And then as you get older, you realize yeah. it's not that none of it matters. I don't want to put that out there. I'm just saying that, like, as your world grows, there are certain instances that take up a lot of space that start to take up less space, you know? Like, even if you didn't get the grade that you yeah. wanted, that starts to matter less and less and less as you get older, as you get more experiences, as, you know, you meet more people. So as much as I'm happy that we are uh, providing something that takes away some of the stress, I'd also say, all by itself, maybe let some of that stress off your back, uh, you know? You're a teenager, so you have your whole life ahead of you, and you don't really need to to be stressing too, too much. You know, stress stress to the point where you want to do your best, but after that, you can't control anything. So. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm really glad we could uh, bring you some joy through the stress. I, I, you know, I do appreciate we've been getting reviews and emails, you know, I think especially with everything just going on this year. <laughs> One of the things we've been getting a lot of people just being like, hey, I'm very stressed out, and this makes me less stressed. So I, I'm. I, it makes me very happy that uh, we can do that for people, because I don't know. Being comedians, it's literally one of the main things we strive to do. <laughs> so I'm. I'm glad in this format where it's just us bullshitting about stuff we've broken that it, <laughs> it can still have that effect. Yeah, I'm actually glad that we don't make him more stressed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> worrying about me the way you do. Hi guys, listen. Uh, I'm I'm getting ready for I'm getting ready for finals and I just got to say this show is really just stressing me the fuck out right now. Really just get give me a lot of anxiety. I like I don't know what's going to happen to him. I really don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if Josh is going to survive this show. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I know I'll get through finals. I'm not sure Josh will. <laughs> uh, but those are some very nice reviews. Thank you so much. And those are from Apple Podcasts. Now let's hop over to, let's do a couple emails. Uh, you can email us at joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com uh, like these people have. And let's, uh, let's dive into a couple here. We have, this is from Luke, and it says, well done. 
Logan and Josh, I just wanted to say I'm very proud of you both. I'm always proud of my brothers, and even though I haven't spent much time with Josh, my brother's friends are family to me, too. Yeah, so speaking of reviews from family, this is my brother. (laughs) (laughs) It would actually be creepy if it wasn't. (laughs) If it was if if I was like, I don't know this guy. (laughs) Logan, 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 Uh, all I want to say is that... (laughs) I can't wait for the day where things are a little bit more back to normal and I can come to a live recording of the podcast and just rub the back of your neck. I've watched you grow up. You didn't know it, but I've watched it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, uh, my brother's friends are family to me, too. Those friends are the ones who are there for my brothers when I can't be. Um, I remember when you were both performing for the Dubuque County Cattlemen's Association in a fairgrounds building in rural Iowa. Uh, You have come so far. (laughs) It's not an easy existence, the life of a comedian, but I'm proud of you both for chasing what you love. Uh, Far too many people take their passions and their gifts to the grave. Uh, I've been loving every moment of the podcast, and it makes me so happy to hear the positive responses from other people. What you do has great value. Uh, you both have the ability to connect with others, to bring joy into a world that so desperately needs it. Keep up the good work. Much love, Luke. Uh, do you remember that show for the Dubuque County Cattlemen's Association? I, first of all, one of the best reviews we've, one of the best emails we've ever got that like almost makes me want to cry. Uh, and then oh. two, it, it is I remember, a really nice email. <laughs> I remember the show. I remember the the young lady who won beef queen i i remember it's it's seared <laughs> into my memory yeah i forgot about that they, it's like a so it's this it's the cattlemen association group and it's there like a fundraiser or something for the this iowa group of of cattle farmers uh and yeah they they dub one lucky young girl the beef queen and man i i couldn't think of a more insulting thing to put on a sash but like they like she did have to do something it wasn't it wasn't like a beauty pageant she like crushed it no. in something she had to fight a cow i think <laughs> i think you have to you have to to fist fight a bovine and then you become beef queen i'm not gonna lie though if i saw somebody knock out a bison i'd call them royalty whatever they wanted to be called (laughs) but yeah that was that was an interesting show because it was in this big well-lit fairgrounds building and everyone was sitting at long tables so half the audience was facing away from you because they put on and everyone's just eating these big fucking steaks too so people are (laughs) yeah i remember i I uh, feel like I bombed so hard. I remember that because I was like, I was definitely their like third black person. Uh, I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah. There's 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 no way that. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no way they were ready. Neither the crowd nor me were ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I remember there were some little kids who like re- like really looked at you and you said, "Oh, I think I'm their first black person." <laughs> easily, easily. <laughs> and, and honestly. Uh, probably not wrong yeah that was uh it was not a great situation i'm not trying to bash anybody just sometimes you do these shows and they're they're not set up well for a show because we were on these little riser stage at the end of it and i was watching your set 
and, and like just watching half the room just not paying attention. It was nothing because of what you were doing, just because it was a big ass fairgrounds room. Everyone's there to talk about beef or whatever. Um, so then when I went up after you, I just walked around the room for like 40 minutes with the mic, just losing my mind. I just made it uh, this crowd work marathon. I barely did any material. <laughs> I just walked around. Luckily, there was a few just truly weird people. You did it right. You know, you definitely did it right. I <laughs> I just stood way too far away from them, ta- like not addressing the uh the the awkwardness and then just like hoping i did get a couple of people to turn around their chair which felt like a victory but then past that once i had them i didn't know what to do with them (laughs) right yeah i didn't know what to do and i was just walking around i just started i don't know i just started grabbing people and be like oh what's your fucking deal Uh, you come over here like i i was just I was losing my goddamn mind because I because I was watching I mean, as you soon up there as, and just being like, "Oh, I." As soon as you stepped off the ahead. stage, I knew you did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was the best way to uh, to fake my way through it because I was just like, "Oh, they they're not going to turn around to watch jokes," so I think I just have to I have to just be in their way. I think. <laughs> I think that's I think it's the only way I'm going to get a reaction is if I'm just I'm unignorable. I'm just I'm just a nuisance. Yeah, you did a real Don Rickles thing. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, I I just remember, though, I was talking about because like they wanted it to be clean because there were kids there and stuff. And when I when we first got there, there was a guy in the back ordering beer at the bar, just shouting obscenities, but not like in a mean way. Yeah. He was just clearly that kind of drunk uncle. Who's, yeah. who's just like ah the fucking what I, I parked all the way in fucking fuck fucking you, just that kind of stuff where you're like oh okay yeah. I get it you just yeah. you've become known for not having a filter you know um and so I remember I talked about him up there I'm just like I'm like yeah and then I got here we we're supposed to be clean and then I hear this guy and I turn I see him and I make eyes with him and I go it was you and everyone just starts like knowingly laughing and I go what's what's your name sir and he goes Uncle Dick and then I I I just didn't talk for a minute. <laughs> And everyone laughed. I'm like, of course. Of course your fucking name is Uncle Dick. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. I think we should record our first live podcast there. Yeah. It'll definitely be quiet enough. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. I've never, I've never heard a, a room that's both echoey and just so quiet. <laughs> it's really interesting. You would think a room full of bodies would accidentally elicit some noise. <laughs> yeah, someone someone's got to laugh accidentally at a joke, probably, right? They got <laughs> or cough. Oh. Hey, we we went home with steak knives though. You got a steak knife? Yeah, you got one too. We each got Did one. Did I? They were they're like little. Yeah, thanks. I think it was oh, with you the know meal. It was. I, oh, I, you I, might have just not taken it with you. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely didn't take it with me because I am their third black guy. The last thing I want is to just hope I can take some silverware with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I I understand your point of view. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Even if I took it, let's say I took it. I I feel like if I took it, someone would have been like, "See, see, see." 
<laughs> See how they are. <laughs> because because the fact that the fact that that's even that one didn't even occur to me as an option. I just thought that they handed me a very nice knife and a not a good enough fork. <laughs> Well, I think I only knew it because someone told me that, like, oh, you you can take that with you, like the that's, <laughs> like the weird you know, <laughs> I don't know prize. The other reason it didn't occur to me to take it is because they didn't tell us when they were going to announce us, so we were eating, and then he just starts talking about us. Oh yeah, and then I had to run up there. Right. And afterwards, someone was nice enough to clear my plate. That's oh, that's true. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. Wasn't asked back. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they ever did. <laughs> I don't think they ever did a comedy show again there. So I don't know. Oh, that's you know funny. The last comics we had, the last comics we had, it was just a weird show. The one just ran around and then stole a knife. <laughs> you said I could take it. <laughs> Not having the, any of those guys back ever again. 